Hello, 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 and welcome to Real Conversations. I hope all is well. I pray all is well. And if it is not, trust and believe that it can and it will get better. So today is Sunday. Um, I don't believe last Sunday I was able to come in with my Sunday message. Uh, last weekend was a holiday weekend, I believe. I think so. Uh, it's got, time is going by so quick, so bear with me. Oh, yes, it was, because actually I have my granddaughter. Uh, she was with me for this week. I just took her back home yesterday, and I'm back. I'm back home. I can get my, my quiet time now. So um, I'm coming in really quick. I did not get a chance to watch um, church today. And that's okay. You know, it, it is what it is. I can always go back and watch it. But um, I posted a video. I posted a, a podcast, Triggers. Um, I think it was my last one. And please go back and listen to that one. Um, and it, was, it wasn't it was too in-depth, but, you know, go back and listen to it. I, I You know, most of my podcasts, I always try to convey some sort of message. And... You know, I did get a chance to read, so I am going to um, refer back to my reading. And this reading ties into my message, right? Because we're all on this healing journey for those who are doing the work. And this healing journey is not easy. And a part of the healing journey is... There will be times in your healing journey, wherever you may be, that you will be triggered. And so I something just I felt compelled and I did go back and watch my podcast. I mean, my TikTok. And I did stitch the woman who um, who was telling her story about how she was triggered uh, because her narcissistic ex had went out of his way to send her pictures of his baby shower with his new supply uh, to her. Mind you, it wasn't a number that was saved in her phone. He apparently still has her number and sent her because obviously he wanted her to see it. And what people don't understand is that people don't think that these are... Yeah, babe. We're going on TikTok Live for the first time for an hour. Okay, have fun. Good luck. Uh, well, I'm in the middle of a podcast, but when I when I hop off, I surely will. This is this is what we do. We support each other in in each other's businesses and stuff like that. So, he's going TikTok live with his business. So, as soon as I finish this podcast, hopefully, I'll be able to um hop on and, and support him. But anyway, let me get back into my message. So, um, in her. In her TikTok video, she has stated that she had five miscarriages and she was pregnant from him twice. And she suffers from, you know, obviously fertility issues and things like that. And, you know, that's something that a lot of women struggle with. And a lot of women won't admit it because, you know, it's like something is wrong with me. Why is something wrong with my body? Why, why can't I have children or why does this keep happening to me? You know, we as women, we put ourselves in, our, in that space where we torment ourselves and it's painful. Um, but here's the other aspect of it. 
we have, and, and I've talked to women, and a lot of the times when we have children, you know, we want what we want, and we have these children, and then when the children grow, not having a healthy parent in the life of a child, you can see a void in them. Um, and that's a lot, something that people don't talk about a lot. Yeah, you, you know, kids, they need to be in a very loving and healthy and happy environment, even if it's with one parent. But there's always a void. And I sent her, I, I did a TikTok, go back and watch my TikTok video. And I implored her, I said, you know something, move into a space of gratitude. As painful as that situation was of losing those two babies due to miscarriage, it wasn't meant for her to have this man's children. So instead of being triggered, move into a space of gratitude and just be thankful that you are not attached to this man and that you don't have, she's attached to him spiritually, understand, because she was pregnant for him twice. And she even admitted in her video, the TikTok, that she had a hard time letting go of the things that he's done to her. And see, narcissists, narcissists, they don't care what type of attention they get, good or bad. Narcissists hurt you and they will hurt you in the worst way because they don't ever really want you to get over them. They want you to remember the things that they've done to you. They want to constantly be on your mind. They constantly want to have a place and a space in your, your mind and in your heart and in your life to hold you back, to prevent you from going on to, so that you won't have a healthy relationship, so that you won't be able to love, possibly not have children. They want you in that mental space because that's where they are. You see, the narcissist's role is to come into your life and to kill, to steal, and destroy. Not to bring love, not to bring joy, not to bring peace, not to bring happiness. And I said to her, you know, don't allow him to trigger you. You continue to heal. Whenever you start to feel yourself being triggered, take a step back and give, give yourself some gratitude. Give gratitude and give, even give yourself some grace for allowing that type of energy to, to, to make you feel some kind of way. Because that's what a narcissist wants you to. They want you. They want to forever be etched in your mind and in your heart and in your spirit. That's how they break you. And this is why this man wants to go out. Of, he went out of his way. Because even though she did not physically bring those children into the world, he knew what she went through. He knew the pain that she went through. He knows what she endured every time she got pregnant and every time she lost those babies. He knows. He was there. He witnessed it firsthand. But in their twisted mind, they like to see you hurt. They like to see you in pain. They like to see you down. They like to see you stuck in that space. They feed off of that kind of energy. Because if he had any love and care and compassion for what she went through, he would have never sent her those pictures. Because he knew what it would 
do to her mentally. He he knew what, what kind of space it would put her in. So that shows you that he does not care. It shows that he purposely is trying to hurt this woman and break her down to make it seem like she is less than. She's not good enough. She's broken. Something is wrong with her. Not that anything is wrong with him, but something is wrong with her. And I explain, I said, listen, move into a space of gratitude that you didn't bring this man. That woman that he has having this child with, she don't know what she signed herself up for. She don't know what this child is going to endure because of that man. She don't know. So move into a space of gratitude and be grateful that you, even though as painful as it was, you didn't have that man's children because now you got to deal with, once those kids get come out, a lot of narcissists are relentless. Listen to all the countless women who are exhausted, who are overwhelmed, who are tired, who are frustrated, who are just like at their wits end because they're being dragged to child support back and forth. They're being dragged through custody battles, dragged with trying to co-parent just all the things that narcissists do because if a narcissist can't control you they would control your life through the child and the children it's never about the child it's not about love and care and what's best for the child it's never that way so as painful as that experience was and i understand because i i had a miscarriage i know what that's like but at the end of the day, when you feel that overwhelming and you feel triggered and you're trying to figure out why, you'll never make sense of why, the, why a narcissist does what they do. All you know is that they, they are very vindictive and they're spiteful and they're evil and they're wicked and they're going to do whatever they have to do to hurt you. That's all you. That's why I say once you know what you know, that's all you need to know. You can't try to make sense of a lot of things of what a narcissist does because trust me. A lot of the stuff that they do don't make sense. But they, in their sick, twisted mind, they would try to do things and they would justify it. They would find ways to justify their cruel behaviors. Because there was no reason why this man went out of had to go out of his way to send her those pictures, but to hurt her. To keep her stuck in that mental prison. To keep her mind locked on him and the life that he's portraying. Because that's what all of it is. It's an illusion. He's portraying a whole life that he's happy and, oh, look, I'm having a baby. And see, she's giving me what you couldn't give me. This is the shit that they do. But when you feel, just move into a space of gratitude. Because I'm telling you. When I say I live every day with the regret, I say that I love my kids. I just regret who their father is. Because at the end of the day, you can't make a narcissist love anything. Because a narcissist don't know what love is. They don't know compassion. They don't know empathy. 
They don't know anything about nurturing. They don't care about nothing or anything other than themselves. So if they can't love themselves and they can't love you, it's no way in hell they love those children. It's no way. Because if they love their kids, they would not put their kids through the shit that they put their kids through. Because those kids are innocent children and they cannot defend themselves. Most adults can't even defend themselves against narcissists. Do you know how conflicting that is for a child? To not feel loved. To not feel wanted. To not feel seen, to not feel no attention, no. And it's like I said, because narcissists, narcissists, all they want is people to feel the pain that they feel. They look at everything outside of themselves as an object, as a source of supply, even their children. So, again, that is something that you have to live with every day, looking at your children. The void. That there's nothing that you can do or say to that parent that's going to make that parent change. That parent has to want it. That parent would have to go to therapy, have to address their childhood issues and traumas, their hurts, their pains, their shame. They would have to go through all of that. And this is why they would discard their children. They'll abandon their children to avoid all accountability because they don't want to go to therapy. So... Anybody who has had a similar situation, I say all of this to say, it was never meant for you to have children with that narcissist because it takes a special, and I don't mean special, it takes a, I mean special, you have to be strong. You have to, I'm telling you, the strength that you have to have to deal with a narcissist and raise your children. To not be or succumb to the ways of the narcissist. It is not for the weak. It is not for the weak. Because had I had known and I became aware, if I was aware a long time ago, I could have saved my, not just myself, but my children years. I could have saved my children years of torment the same way they breadcrumb you the same way they love bomb you the same way they gaslight you they do that to the children and that's the sad unfortunate truth we all have triggers we will be healing for the rest of our lives. We have to get up every day and we have to be willing to do the work to heal. Because triggers will arise. 
But that narcissist will trigger you at any given time or any given moment because they know what will hurt you the most. And majority of people will tell you it's always through the children because the narcissist knows you love that child. The narcissist knows that you have the capacity to love that child. And because you love that child, that you will go far and beyond for that child. So this is why they play those games with you. I'm telling you, they would go and file for custody. You hear the stories. They would go and file some ridiculous things against you in the court. And, and they refuse to pay child support, refuse to keep a job, pick up kids late, drop the kids off. Like they do some crazy stuff. So if you have gotten away and you have never, if you don't have to deal with the narcissist, move on with your life. Heal as much as you can heal so that you can go on and possibly find a healthy relationship. And if kids are in the cards for you, try to have kids in a healthy situationship. That the child can have two parents. And even if that situation does not work, two parents who are so concerned about the overall well-being of the child that they are willing to co-parent and do what's in the best interest of that child. Removing that ego. See, narcissists can't do that. Narcissists live in a space of ego. Because it's all about them what they want, what they need, and how they can get it. Narcissists will triangulate their own children. That's how sick they are in their minds. And if you don't have tough skin to not only deal with that and raise your kids to see that, and if you have small children, you can't explain. How do you explain that to a small child? You can't. So this is why, please, you know, be mindful of who you have kids with. Just be mindful. It's, it's unfortunate. You know, some of us, we had to learn the hard way. But it's not easy. Narcissists will trigger you in the worst way and they would do whatever it is that they have to do to, to continue to hurt you and destroy you. They could be in a whole relationship, married, have kids, and they still will find if they know that they can come back and trigger you, they will. They will. This is why you have to you have to stick with it. You have to stay the course. You can't be friends with them. You can't allow them back into your life. Once you become aware, you move forward, you close that chapter of your life, and you just you don't look back. Because a narcissist wants to keep you stuck and they want to keep you trapped. And even if they're not with you physically, they still want you stuck on them. Stuck on the fact that you can't move on and live your life. 
because of what they have done to you. That's why they call narcissists the bone collectors. Narcissists like to sit back and watch the damage that they have caused. That's how they are in their sick and twisted mind. They have no control over themselves. That's why they try to con- go out of their way to control you. Your thoughts. You, they want you to live. They want, they want to live, you know, to have. They want to be on your mind at all times. It's sad. Go to therapy. You pray, you meditate, you do whatever it is that you need to do. So now I'm going to get into this quick message and I'm going to end this so that I could go and enjoy the rest of my Sunday with my family. As we wind down and get into this work week, get into this work week. Going to be celebrating. My granddaughter's going to be four, y'all. I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it. So the message reads, and this is by um, Sarah Young. This is Jesus Always Embracing Joy in His Presence. This is a book. I have several. I'm actually reading. I read several books at, at the same time, which is crazy, but I do. And um, I usually try to read this in the morning. But I wasn't home and I didn't take my book with me. Well, I wasn't I wasn't home and I wasn't prepared to uh, not be home. So I didn't take my book with me. So the message reads, as the world grows increasingly dark, remember that you are the light of the world. Don't waste energy lamenting bad things over which you have no control over. Pray about these matters, but refuse to let them, let them haunt your thoughts. Instead, focus your energies on doing what you can to brighten the place where I have put you. Use your time, your talents, and your resources to push back the darkness. Shine my light into the world. I am the true light that shines on in the darkness. Even in the most terrible conditions, your light originates me and reflects from you. I have called you to reflect my glory. You do this most effectively by becoming more and more fully the one I designed you to be. Spend ample time seeking my face. Be loved Focusing on my presence and my word helps you to grow in grace and discern my will. Your time spent with me nourishes your soul, providing comfort and encouragement. Thus, I strengthen you and enable you to be a source of strength for others. You see, and this message is so on point for what I was saying today. We go through things in life. And when I tell you some of the pain that people endure, you cannot even put it into words. But when you understand why you had to go through what you went through, they always say your light will irritate their demons. 
And as you become more aware, you realize that there's so much darkness in the world. And it becomes hard sometimes to be the light. Because you begin to see how really mean and evil and cold-hearted this world can be because of the people. But you cannot allow those people, those places, those things, those situations, your pains. You cannot allow all of those things that you have experienced to make you become dark. To make you stop spreading your love. Stop spreading your light. By leaning in. And, and, and just going to God. And building a relationship with him. And allowing you to shine brighter. He will shine his light through you. So that you can encourage others. And this is why I do what I do. Everything. Every time I speak on a podcast, every time I speak to someone, every time I convey a message, these are messages straight from my heart. I don't write these things down. When I say I understand that I am the vessel, I am the vessel and I don't shy away from that. Because when I tell you I done been through some things, I I can speak from this place because I've been through some things. But I never allow those things to harden my heart. I never allow those things to make me stop loving, to make me stop giving, to make me stop caring, to make me stop being who I am. And because of that, when I tell you God has blessed me tenfold, I am blessed. I wake up every day with a heart filled with gratitude. I thank God for every little... When I drink a cup of water, I say, thank you, God. Thank you for the water that's nourishing my body. I feel refreshed. Thank you, God, that I'm able to get up and take a shower. That I can wash in hot water because I love hot showers. Thank you, God, that I can sit on my couch and just be at peace, content in my heart, my mind, my spirit. That I'm no longer conflicted, that I'm no longer confused, that I'm no longer stuck in chaos and drama, that I am not filled with anxiety and depression, that I am not overwhelmed. I don't have a a, a bone of I don't have a I don't have hate malice any I don't have any of that running through my body for even those who have done me wrong when I say to you you got to give it to God and pray And just say, God, forgive those for the things that they know not. Forgive those who have hurt me. I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect. I don't sit here and claim that I'm perfect. I may have hurt somebody. 
But when I say I, I do things from a good space, I do things from a place of love, I do things from my heart. I can genuinely stand on that. I genuinely do things with no ill will or no, no secret intentions behind it. That's why you can't sit and waste your time crying about bad things or crying about bad situations that you have no control over. The only thing that you have control over is yourself. You can't control people because people are going to people. They're going to do what it is that they do. They have a choice and they make a decision, but they make choices and decisions that best suit them. Just like you have that discernment and you make decisions and choices from a space of love. And sometimes when you do that, you run the risk of getting hurt. Because not everybody thinks like you. They don't see like you. They don't love like you. Maybe they're not capable of receiving the kind of love that you give. Because they never received that kind of love before they don't think that that kind of love is real so they don't know what to do with it this is why you have to say you know what God forgive them for the things that they do not know you were sent to love these people to nurture them to care for them to protect them to God you were sent to these people for a reason but because they don't know because they can't recognize your light in the midst of their darkness But you got to keep being the light. You got to keep shining. You got to keep going on and encouraging people. You got to keep speaking life into people. You have to continue to show and be the way. And to let people know that despite of what you've been through. Despite of what people have done to you. That there's still good people. Loving people. Kind people. Compassionate people. Caring. Emp empathetic people. That exist in this world full of darkness. In a world that does not care about the next person. We are still here. We do exist. And this is why we get up every day and we do what we do. And we don't fear persecution. We don't fear looking crazy. We don't fear. Because we know. That we have to be the light. And we're willing to take on some hurt, some pain, some bumps, some bruises. But we know that we have the power to get back up. And to continue on being the light. So you keep shining. You keep glorifying him. You keep doing the work. You keep doing everything that God has designed you to be, which is that light. And you do it with grace. You do it with love. You do it with mercy. You do it with compassion. You do it with discernment. Trust me. Trust me. God. Knows your soul. 
And people may try to drain your soul. They will try to deplete you in every way possible. But he will restore you. And he will restore you. And he will continue to restore you. Because that's how he built you. He built you for that reason. To be the light. So, with that being said. Wishing you. Nothing but love and light. Stay blessed and have an amazing week.